Welcome to The Ziggler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and this is our Habits Show. Zig Ziggler was the grandfather of good habits, and Zig's son and Ziggler CEO, Tom Ziggler, is famous for citing the fastest way to success is simply replacing bad habits with good habits. Today, we go behind the scenes with Angelo Poli to find out what his habits for success are. The purpose? To confirm the good habits you employ in your own life and help inspire you to even more. So what are the healthy habits of an internationally recognized expert in fitness and nutrition? Well, interestingly, they do not include marathon workout sessions. He actually tells us about micro workouts and how consistency is better than intensity. That's what I titled this show with. Our muse is Angelo Poli. He's our guest from show 683 and 685 today. Angelo is the founder of MetPro, the world's first algorithm-based transformation engine. Using a process called metabolic profiling, MetPro analyzes your metabolism and provides an individualized approach to obtaining your health goals. If you hear that show, you're going to hear that I'm a current client with them. In this show, we get behind the scenes, of course. To look at Angelo's daily habits for success, he shares that his family resembles the old TV show, Everybody Loves Raymond, with lots of laughter on the menu. His favorite mental exercise is, seriously, gardening with jazz. So we talk about that. It's really fun. Uh, Of course, he does work out every day, and just as his MetPro coaching platform prescribes, his key to nutritional health is being intentional and prepping his food. So don't miss out again on the offer. Ziggler show listeners can receive their own complimentary metabolic evaluation. That's so much what we're talking about in uh, your metabolism and get a 30 minute one-on-one consultation with a metabolic expert by going to metpro.co co slash Ziggler. All right. Well, anytime I talk to somebody in health and wellness and we start off with the first spoke of physical and nutrition, it's just kind of, you know, this is your playground here. Uh, but it is interesting, especially after our first show, what do you do on a daily basis? And I'm, I'm assuming it may change cyclically somewhat, but generally physical and the nutrition side, what are your daily habits here? I try to train almost every day. Now, here's how I get that done. It's like, oh, yeah, right, Angela, how am I going to – I don't have time to do that. Well, neither do I. <laughs> so I, I kind of pioneered a, a terminology uh, for some of my executives uh, called micro-workouts. And the reason that I can work out and train almost every day is because I do 20-minute workouts. Now, not every day, two – Sometimes three days a week, I have the time when I go in and I and I and I really dig in. Uh, but with with my schedule and you know, I got writing to do, I have some leadership to do, and then I have lots and lots of coaching. Uh, I don't have an hour, hour and a half every day. But if I get into the gym and I have a focused, purposeful fifteen to twenty minutes, you know, the front desk staff is looking at me weird. They're like, "Didn't you just get here?" I said, "Yep, <laughs> I'm in and I'm out." Yeah. I can move the dial forward, and that's huge for me. I always feel better when I have that consistency. Consistency beats out intensity every day of the week. So even if you can just do one or two small things, but if you can do it on a regular basis, also from a habit standpoint, you can build on it. The guy that says, well, I'm going to crush it in the gym, and I'm going to work out for two hours, but only does it once or twice a week, typically – 
won't continue doing it once or twice a week, it falls off. The guy who goes, I do 12 minutes of exercise in the morning, but I do it every day. It's part of my routine. That person has better odds of being consistent, staying with it, and then building upon, adding mm -hmm. to that as needed down the road. So that's what's really helped me. How about on the nutrition side? What's your nutritional intake look like these days? Either I prepped well or I didn't. Uh -huh. <laughs> and that, so that's, that's yeah. the, 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 the key factor that, I'm, that we pound into our clients. It's, you know, I got, I got two clients and one comes back from his, his day and he says, Angelo, I, I, uh, I wasn't able to prepare in advance, um, but I didn't eat anything bad. I made good choices all day. And then the second client comes to me and he says, um, I prepared everything. But on the way home, I stopped at grandma's house. She made fresh baked apple pie and I had a piece. I want client number two yeah. every day of the week because I can work with that. Uh -huh. if, if you're making good choices, but we don't have a strategy in place, there's, there's no reason to believe I can turn that into anything consistent. I can't manipulate it. I can't change it. I can't improve upon it and I can't adjust it. So same thing for my life. Come Monday, either I have my, my bulk cooked done over the weekend and I'm going to have a great nutritional week or I didn't get to my food prep, which when you do it right, it should be very time managed. Um, and that, that's when I struggle. But I, I love grilling. So each week I try and do a big grill and I cook a couple different types of meat each week and I, I grill vegetables and that, I, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I, you know, I, as I told you, I don't usually insert a ton in this, but I'm going to, cause I'm in your process. <laughs> I'm in your process with MetPro right now. And, uh, so I'm happy to tell Megan that I like yesterday I was, I was number two. I had a great, I nailed all my meals, but last night yeah. my daughter came in with fresh sourdough bread and uh, <laughs> oh. I imbibed a little bit uh, on that. But yeah, you know, with that, the prepping, um, I generally, you know, make, make dinner, um, probably five nights out of the week at my house and I'll make extra so I can bring it to work and have good, healthy leftovers. But that was not a predetermined, you know, this many carbs, this many, uh, this many, pro sure. this much protein, yada, yada. And now I am, I, so at my office, we've got a kitchen, uh, and that's not a full kitchen. We can't, uh, we do have a little stove kind of thing like that, but, uh, man, I have that thing stocked so that nice. I, I can come unprepared and I've got, you know, a can of, uh, salmon, a can of, uh, chicken breast, organic chicken breast. I've got, uh, I've got broccoli frozen in the fridge. You know, if you're I not doing any favors here, that's not sounding too exciting. People are tuning out with canned chicken. And really? <laughs> no, I'm <confused>. okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, that's perfect though. Little, Just, bar little barbecue sauce, maybe have the staples here. Yeah. Two quick, quick down and dirty tips. Yeah. I give these out two, two quick down and dirty tips. That, and I know because it's what I need to do. So I, I tell my, um, my professionals, um, you know, you got a refrigerator at work. Yeah. You know, most people do. You got a fridge at work. Who's responsible for stocking the staples hmm. because you have somebody that's on their to-do list to keep the ink stocked, to keep the paper stocked, to keep, you know, all, all your stapleries in place. Your food needs to be just like that. Yeah. And every week replenished, you have to have your staples and whatever we land on, whatever have them in advance. It's so easy to follow. And then when it comes to your home foods, Meal prepping is key, but a lot of people, they cringe and they get intimidated by that concept. Like, oh, I got to prepare all these meals. Well, you, you actually don't. You know what meal prep is? It's lunch and snacks. Breakfast, you don't have to meal prep. You either have the food, you grocery shops and you yeah. have food in your house. You wake up at home. We know the variables. So you don't have to worry about breakfast. You don't have to worry about dinner. 
because you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to have dinner at home with the family, in which case you're in control of the main choices and you're going to, you're going to eat a good meal or you're going to go out to eat and it's not going to be Jack in the box (laughs) and you're going to order well. And so you don't need to worry about breakfast or dinner. It's the middle of the day. That's the battleground. If you can come up with a game plan for your lunches and your snacks and your snacks should be above all portable. Yeah. People forget about that. Portability is a huge um, trigger and key to being able to make this sustainable. So not just healthy, but portable also, because not all healthy things are portable. Yeah. And, and I, Megan got me on, on track with that. So I'm doing that, but I, you know, I'm learning even with the lunches. So here at our office, we have a lot of time. We'll have companies bring food in and I've got my staples and if they give me what I need, great. If not, we had somebody who brought a great salad. It was all good stuff, but not really any decent protein thing. So I pulled oh, one yeah, of my yeah. staples out, added it to it. But even yeah. yesterday I went out with a friend did fish tacos at my favorite place there. And I'm sitting there looking at my meal plan on my phone app and realizing, uh-huh. Hey, I don't have enough. I'm not going to get enough veggie uh, carbs out of this one. So I got a side of broccoli or whatever else they had and added yeah, it to it. And good I was, job. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to be, <laughs> nice trying to be good. a model, uh, a, a model yeah, client here. Well, Hey, <laughs> number two, this is, is family and friends. Uh, the things that you're putting in place, to keep those relationships well. Tell us about it. <clears throat> My family is very important to me. Um, I, th- that's what, what really, you know, pours back into me every, have you ever seen the, uh, you remember the old, everybody loves Raymond show. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's my family. Meet my family. <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, I'm really close with my brother. Um, and uh, so him and his family, me and my family, and of course, mom, mm-hmm. um, we all get together at the same table that we, we lost dad about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all still get together at the same, same house, same table. Um, we, uh, we read a few verses from the Bible. We have a few um, cheat meals, cheat items, and we enjoy some good food. And, and, and more than anything else, we, we laugh, we laugh together. And, uh, we've done that for years, our Friday night ritual. And that's super important to me. Gosh, that's happy that I'm able to do that. Yeah. Beautiful. How about the mental side? Of course, we spent an entire show talking about the physiological side, but in, in so many ways to help bolster our mental abilities here. But what are the things that you're employing for your own mental edge and well being? <laughs> the mental side. Um, Remember those family dinners I told you about? Uh-huh. <laughs> Once a month, I don't go to family dinners. <laughs> I have my no I mental break. Got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, I uh, I love gardening. Uh, maybe that's a strong word. Uh, I love landscaping. I like planting things. I like working in the yard around the house. And that it, that came out of nowhere. I have huh. no idea where that came from. My my mom loved that. Um, my dad would work outside, you know, when he was younger, and uh, I just never had any interest in it whatsoever. But the last few years, I put in my headphones, I put on some some jazz, and I I go outside, and you know, I, I have a blast, and that that, that kind of centers me for the day. I can think through the things I want to think about mm-hmm. and, uh, and I can go into the next day so much more refreshed if I'm able to get even just a few minutes in the garden in. 
Okay. Uh, that, I'm a weirdo, right? I was, yeah. th- that goes at the top of the list of things I probably haven't heard for the mental. I'm just going to call it gardening with jazz. Um, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it sounds like an, it. it's like an album cover or something. I, I love it. No, it's beautiful. Um, all right. Financial, the financial spoke. What do you do, have done in the past, employed? What do you do today for your financial well-being? I'm a big, I'm a big believer, you know, and everything that goes with the coaching model, I'm a big believer in improving, getting better. And so I didn't always know how to do things. Now we, uh, my, my wife and I, we try to, um, stick to a budget, you know, the, the business ebbs and flows. Um, but we try to pick an amount. Here's, here's what we pay ourselves regardless of what, you know, the, the, the income for the month is, and we try and live within those means. And we set that to the lifestyle that we're comfortable sustaining, not the lifestyle we aspire to that. We haven't really, we haven't reached at this point. And that, that has really, it's kept me out of hot water and it's really helped me keep things in check in our life. It's funny though. Um, we, we, we split it up nicely. My, my wife makes the most, our bulldog Indy makes the second most and I'm bottom of the rung. So <laughs> I, I'm not sure how that works out, but whatever. So works. We try, we try and stick to a budget. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And thanks to these sponsors for bringing us today's show. All right. Fifth spoke here is spiritual. And, uh, we already know that at least a few times a week or a month, you have the family reading from the Bible sessions, but uh, tell us what's happening in that spoke. I actually, I was, um, in, in thinking about this, uh, Zig has a couple, um, a couple sayings that I really like, but one that I thought was really applicable here. He said, uh, is, uh, and uh, forgive me if I'm if I'm not verbatim here, but send out cheerful, positive greetings, and most of the time you'll get back yeah. a cheerful, positive greeting. It's also true if you send out a negative greeting, you will in most cases get back a negative greeting. Um, that's kind of the, a psychological component to um, to really a, a, a well known principle: uh, the golden rule: do yeah. to others as you would have them do to you, and. Um, kind of looping back around coaching in that that's that's huge um, a lot of my a lot of coaches that I'm instructing and in how to improve themselves is they ask how do you get such great response from your clients and and I tell them you get back generally what you put in and if you genuinely love and care about the people you're working with and talking to um, it's infectious. They end up caring about you. And oh, by the way, when somebody knows that you're coming from a point of caring and, and a standpoint of love, you can be more candid with them. They'll give you permission to be more raw and real. And so um, all of those overarching principles um, are very, very important to me in my life. And I, I, I really appreciate them. Absolutely. Career. Uh, obviously, you know, we all have heard on the shows here about MetPro and, and business. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about your past before that, uh, as far as vocationally and stuff. What are the, what are the things I imagine you've got a lot going on now. What are you, what are the habits you're employing to keep your career business where you want it to be? 
Yeah, I, I, I sometimes wonder. I have no idea how I got here <laughs> some days. I wake up and is this what, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, um, you and me both. I, I used to be a window cleaner. Wow. It was, a, it was a great job. I loved it. I was doing the windows on a gym watching the people inside. Well, we'll let's save that story for another day. But that, that's that's, how, called, that's, vo- that's called voyeurism. I think. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, maybe a little. <laughs> so, I, you know, again, I, you know, I'm just in the mindset of thinking from a, a coaching perspective. This is my world. This is where I live. I'm, I'm passionate about not just helping my clients and our clients, but within my my company, I'm I'm very passionate about the handful of experts that we do have, um, helping them become the best coaches they can. So when I, when I look at career, I say probably one of the most important things, at least to me is, um, honest evaluation. Hmm. Honesty is, is really important. Not everybody knows, okay, you, you be honest. Of course that's important as a, who you are as a person, but the hardest person to be honest with is yourself. And that, that extends to so many areas in your life. And the, the problem with that is if, if can I, the ignorance is bliss, if you, you kind of don't really face the mirror and are, are really honest with yourself, then you don't have the foundation with which to make change, to base your strategy off of. So you have to really be honest with yourself and look back and say, what things are going the way that I wanted in, now, in this case, in my career, what things are not, and then be quick to take responsibility for the things that are not because if we're constantly looking to say, well, that's because of this factor or that factor that was out of my control. Well, things that are out of your control or out of your control. What you can control is your attitude, opinion, and viewpoint. So I always look back at that didn't go right because of me. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe I have to believe that because if I believe that, then I can take action steps to correct it. So um, honest evaluation, I think, is at the core of improving yourself across so many uh, areas, but the career is, is, a, is a big one, of course. Amen for me. <laughs> Last one here is personal. Uh, and Angela, these are the things that you do for you. This is fun, hobbies, play, the things that are just for joy. Oh, my goodness. Um, my, uh, my wife is in my phone as... Uh, the redhead. And so in preparation for this podcast, I was brushing up on my Ziggler and I learned that Jean was uh, a redhead and Zig referred Absolutely, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife and I have a, just a unique, but great relationship. She keeps me on my toes. You know, we go back and forth. So my idea of a good time is is messing with my wife. And apparently she feels the same way about me. So, you know, each year that goes by, we celebrate our anniversary and we one up one another, you know, we one up with one another by figuring out how we're going to, you know, last year as her anniversary present, I decided to uh, rock a mustache for her. Now there's lots of guys that can rock a mustache. Um, I'm not one of them. which she reminds me of repeatedly. Oh, she comes home and I'm in the garden and, you know, she yells at me, says the same thing every time, put some pants on. You know? <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. You know, um, you know, so we, we go back and forth and just uh, one upping one another. We do everything together and she loves to travel. She loves to, um, to engage in activities. She enjoys vacation. But for me, 
it's just the small projects and the little things. Hmm. She was there with me through um, through my injury and recovery, and that wasn't you know a day or two. That was a decade. Um, she was there as I wrote my book, um, telling me, "Yeah, try again. This chapter doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but I needed that, yeah. and I loved that." And so, just the day to day, being able to just us work together and be together is what is what really fills me up and enables me to then pour into others. That is, is beautiful. And I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I recognize in family and friends and in personal, those two spokes laughter, uh, was you pulled that out of both of those. So, uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that in our talks together, man. Thanks for giving us just a behind the scenes look at you, a coach and a coach of coaches. It's interesting to hear what your personal habits are. So thanks for that. Look, love it. Well, there you go, folks. Tips and healthy habits from an internationally recognized expert in fitness and nutrition. You can, again, find out more about Angelo and what he can offer you at metpro.co slash Ziggler. And if you got value, let us know. Leave a review for The Ziggler Show in iTunes. Well, coming up next in show 686, we have our Q&A show. Uh, Every day we face concerns and trials in our lives, real issues that truly impact us. The answer is not merely be positive and paint on a happy face. It's far deeper. In this show, we hear a message from Zig Ziglar about these very real challenges in our lives. He discusses the need to acknowledge where we are, how we truly can grow in adversity, and the necessity to grow to respond instead of just react. Well, from Zig's message, I posted this question to the Ziglar audience. Which of the following areas most tries to creep up on you and bring you down if you don't Stay on top of your inspiration and positivity. Uh, number one, circumstances like your work, money, and health. Number two is relationships, spouse, family, coworkers, boss, friend. Three is past struggles, really your past, your trauma, labels, handicaps. And four, purpose, faith, hope, meaning in work and love and life. I had Michelle Prince join me to talk through your comments for yet another show that just really hits home for all of us. Until then, thank you as always for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.